Hi, I'm Clara, and this is the Practice with Clara podcast, where we go into yoga philosophy and how it makes your life better. Subscribe to the podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Art of Sequencing Yoga Teacher Training with Clara Robert Oz. You're sitting with Stephanie. And Clara. And Alejandro, also known as Guapo. So we go between the two, depending upon who's speaking to him. Guapo means handsome in Spanish, just in case you aren't clear. So today uh, we have a really special discussion planned on growth strategies for your yoga business, how to ask for help to get ahead. And we're going to treat this like a Q&A, kind of round robin style, where I'm going to ask questions and then Alejandro, Claire, and I will take turns answering. Uh, let's all start by saying our uh, title with the Practice with Clara team, what we do. Alejandro, do you want to start? CEO. Or let me, let me rephrase. Uh, I do everything, or we all do everything. So I, I, I use that title when I talk to vendors, just so that they, 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 they assume that I got something to say when I really don't. And just for, just for our listeners who may not know what a CEO is, you want to break that down? What does that mean? Uh, chief operating officer, that, that means that you make decisions uh, spearheading ahead or where the brand should go and, and decisions as far as spending money, uh, make just large decisions. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. I, yeah, go sorry. 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 No, sorry. Stop. <laughs> I, figured, I thought you'd go last. Okay. Great. Um, so I do content creation and execute kind of day-to-day -day tasks around the playlist and managing all the content on the channel and working with Clara on kind of the creative side, what we're gonna focus on thematically and Alejandro in the marketing strategy for the coming months. So Steph essentially is our right-hand woman. <laughs> um, I'm Clara. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't no. think we've ever uh, owned titles. Like I just threw that in there because I wanted to say that I was in charge of my wife, but really, you know, let's keep it real. So uh, I am the creative in this in this endeavor. Um, Alejandro and I are business partners uh, in this, and how I like to kind of describe it is that I essentially create the content or the creative, and then Alejandro runs, markets it, sends it out into the world, and uh, makes the essentially the behind the scenes happen. And so a lot of what I do is is what you see. So the yoga classes, the themes, you know, what we're kind of sharing in terms of content uh, in all shapes and forms. I work closely with Steph on that. She helps to execute that. Um, so yeah, I would say that I'm the creative. I don't know what kind of title that is. Is there a title for that, Guapo? In, uh, the, in the corporate world? Uh, I, I think that you're in charge of the content and the okay. content is what we sell. Got it. So, I mean, that's it. Okay. So a lot of flexibility within our roles is kind of what we're saying, inclusivity and flexibility. Oh. So our first question, um, and feel free, whoever wants to go first, what are the qualities you look for when seeking others to work with? I think that the first, the obvious one that we look for is people who are either uh, interested in wellness and, and or do yoga. We find it actually better if they do yoga or at least, you know, are interested in fitness, interested in spiritualism or meditation or what have you. So I would say that that would be the first obvious um, choice in terms of, of choosing 
obvious choice in terms of uh, hiring other people. I think the other thing would be flexibility. Just because we, uh, I was like, where do I want to go with this? Flexibility because we we run the business uh, between the two of us, but we also are raising our daughter, which we we um, are definitely prioritizing. So we work at different times at odd hours. And so I would definitely say that somebody who needs to work with us has flexibility in terms of when our meeting is going to be that day or, or what have you. Uh, when it comes to hiring, um, the the you obviously want to look at the position and, and, and the experience within the position or their, their motivation towards it. But really, like, it's previous experience that can really tell you a lot about the individual. So I would place, like, almost, like, 80% of the value if you want to hire for somebody that's marketing or whatever that mm. is on mm -hmm. their experience within that and then going backwards to see what they have created so that, you know, if you want to create a Facebook group, well, have they done that before? Uh, if you want them to be a manager, have they done that before? And then going through the references backwards to to assess whether that is a, a proper fit within you, and then that really is the meat of the task. And then the other piece is culture check. You know, like uh, uh, are they going to fit within the team? You know, uh, is everybody going to get along? Especially in a small team, we all you know connect in a lot of ways. So uh, you really want to be you know not bring someone that it has a completely different view on the world than than what our team does because it's likely to clash and not work as efficiently. Uh, so those are the two things. But when it comes to Steph, Clara wanted to work with Steph. And, and, and that was very clear. And so Steph comes with really great attributes, such as clearly, you know, a lot of yoga experience and, 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 and great writing skills. Um, but one of the things that I wasn't familiar with that, that Clara voice is that she, she's tough, like she's strong. And so she'll be able to not only receive feedback, but also be flexible and work with us along the way. And that's definitely been the case. So um, I would definitely put that up to the top that if you have a reference or if you have somebody that you're familiar with, particularly in the yoga industry, yeah. I think it's a closer community. So if you can go and look within there for what you're looking for as far as getting help, uh, that will probably be the best case scenario uh, that we'd recommend because that's worked out for us. And just to that, echo, yeah, just to kind of echo off that, um, just advice for anyone hiring look for someone that you can be really clear and transparent with. I think having like a direct line of communication, being mm -hmm. honest and not worrying about like tiptoeing around people's feelings or um, yeah, like offending people because it's going to help move things forward if you can just take everything with a grain of salt and then keep moving projects forward. So something I love about this team is that everyone clearly communicates how they feel and then gives a direction on the project. And there's always lots of feedback. So like we'll have an idea and then the idea will change like 10 times before our community sees it because we're all so open and receptive to other people's ideas and kind of the adaptability of the situation, which makes it fun um, and fluid, which is I think necessary, especially for small businesses when you're starting and catching kind of a vibe for what your community wants and how to work with others. Cool. cool. So our next question is, what are the hard skills a yoga teacher should hire for? And what I, what I meant when I kind of prefaced this question is like, I'm a yoga teacher, I'm teaching classes online or in public spaces. I wanna kind of set the foundation for the next step. Like what should my next hire be? Maybe Clara wants to start this one. The most obvious uh, hire would be uh, admin 
specifically because as a yoga teacher, generally your superpower is being with people and creating uh, a space of some sort, either a wellness space or a sacred space or, or a, a, like a health fitness place. And so all the admin that comes along with running your own business, like uh, leading retreats, teacher trainings, all the emails, it can really, really bog you down. And then it takes you away from what I would consider your superpower, which is generally being with people. So I would say the first person that I would, I hired was uh, somebody who did admin. So they answered all the emails, they organized uh, and created PDFs for retreats and trainings. They helped kind of book, uh, be the middle person between the retreat center and me and, and like dealt with all of the students that were coming through. Because um, when I was doing that by myself, I would be doing about 20 hours worth of, of admin a week, which is a lot and takes away from teaching yoga. I think another point uh, is you, you have a, uh, or, or pay a little bit of attention to yourself and your weaknesses uh, and your strengths. So hire, you know, bring on uh, as strengths that you lack. And, and one of the things that works well between Clara and I is that Clara is very creative. So she creates magic from air, like she just shows up and it's magic. And that's not my skill, but I am very organized. And so I te we tend to work really well together because I, I know what project needs to come next mm -hmm. and, and what project will be coming in a month. But I can say to Clara, Clara, we need to create this presentation today and it will be done and it will be fantastic. And so that works really well. So it works really well with that. And with Steph also, she is able to like, because she has market knowledge and she's so familiar with Clara as well, that like we can give her broad um, direction, like, hey, we need a landing page uh, for this and bang, it's, it's, it's created, you know, obviously like we've honed into that space over the time, um, but at the same time, like it's just easy to get to that place and that's not something I'd be able to do. And that's not something that Clara has the bandwidth to create right now. So like, it just works really well. So what is it that you need right now? Or what is taking up most of your time right now? Or what is your weakness? Uh, and so look at those problems and fix them. Yeah, what's taking away from your superpower is the biggest thing to think about, right? Sorry, Steph. All good. Um, I'm going to ask you to speak again, Clara, because one of the things that came up in a, a podcast we, we did months ago, Clara's first hire wasn't technically a hire. It was someone she was trading services with. So if you don't have bandwidth to pay someone, do an exchange of services. And Clara, can you speak a little bit to that? So I learned this, uh, this concept from a lot of my teachers, and it's kind of like the old school way of doing it. And so um, before there was yoga alliance and certifications and things like that, you studied underneath a teacher for a certain amount of time and you essentially would do anything that they needed. You were their assistant in any way, shape or form. And in exchange, they would give you the teachings. And so, um, the first, yeah, the first two people that worked with me in terms of doing admin were students of mine who I was mentoring. Uh, one of them was a teacher who wanted uh, mentorship in terms of helping create more direction and, and work with her sequences and things like that. So we did an exchange because she was very, very organized. Um, we did an exchange where she dealt with all of my admin stuff and I, uh, I taught her, I taught her uh, how to be a better teacher. But that being said, you don't have to do it necessarily with a teacher. You could also do it with a student where you offer them privates. Like one of the things that I love about yoga is that most people love it in some way, shape or form, because it's, 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 uh, it's a good asset to have and a good one to trade with. Great. So maybe speak a little bit about uh, either in the past or when you brought me on or when you brought John or Catherine on uh, the other two people as part of the practice with Clara team, 
what shifted that you were like, okay, now we need to, to bring someone in? Like, was there a moment where you were like, okay, I don't have bandwidth or I don't know how to do this? What happened and how did you resolve that problem? This is the, this answer would be for Guapo because it was Guapo's idea to hire you. So Guapo, take it away. Um, with John, actually the, the first place I think was with, with our, our video editor because I think uh, if I remember when we first started, there was only a few videos that Clara had. And I remember Clara um, starting to edit, but then something else would come up. And so it would take like a week to get something edited. It's like, no, we need to just get this done. You need to go and be a great yoga teacher. That's it. You know, don't, don't, don't play with iMovie. Don't do this other thing. Um, and so that allowed us to create a system with someone where it allowed us to say, here's what we want it to look like. Uh, and they had that experience to create it. And overnight, we had, you know, all the work that would have taken us a month to create. So that was number one. And then over time, we started writing newsletter and we want to do this and we want to do it more consistently. It's kind of like all we're doing is working and we're not growing because uh, we're just doing the next thing. We got to post a video. We got to add the write up. Uh, we we got to add music to it. We got to do the next thing, et cetera, et cetera. It's like we need help. And Claire's like, Stephanie, great. Bang, Stephanie, let's go. And Stephanie uh, came on, I think it was part time as we were just testing to see how this would work because it was, but you were so flexible that it allowed us to really um give you a lot of freedom in, in in regards to like here's what we need and then you're just taking it away and now you're that integral piece of the puzzle and so here's where we are now and so what's the next thing that we need well now we're not getting to the place of like well we want to get expand to more communities okay so then um you know we're going to start doing more advertising and a little bit more growth opportunities so we're going to start focusing there because we don't have the bandwidth to get to it yet but yet it's really important so that's what's coming up next so that's how we've done it so far um and then uh, I think that if we had more capital to invest, then obviously we think more about like, okay, we want it to look like this and we want mm -hmm. someone to run it. We think not about us having to run it and this is what we want. We think about like, who is great at doing this? And then can you please go take care of it and do it? You know, uh, but since we're in this position, then we're doing it like, what do we need to do next? Does that answer the question? Yeah. Yes. I'm just great. gonna add a little bit more to that or just kind of recap uh, in a different way. Uh, one of the greatest gifts of uh, Alejandro being my business partner is that he sees big visions. He sees like long term. And at least uh, for me, I'm just because I've been running my own business for so long. I'm just kind of like just trying to get to the next thing, just trying to get to the next thing, just trying to get to the next thing. And so there was never uh, any vision or thought about how to expand. So that would be one thing that I would recommend, um, especially if you are uh, running your own business, you might be a little bit like me where you're a little bit of a control freak and usually you like to do everything yourself because you, it takes longer to explain things than it is to get somebody else to do it. That's been my logic for a long time. Um, but that being said, I never got to go or expand in any large direction because I had to do the newsletter and I had to do design, I had to do everything. And so it took away from growth so I would recommend that if you feel like you're kind of just treading water and you're not really getting anywhere, that would be a great indication that it's time to bring somebody on to take off some of the load so that you can start swimming again, right? Because I feel like, at least for me, I was like treading water, just trying to get by um, from all the to-do lists. And so um, the biggest or the hardest thing that, that came up for me is like letting go of control. I mean, Steph can definitely talk to that of like giving her things to do so that I, um, I could start moving long-term and getting, getting into the bigger picture. 
So let's talk about that a little bit in terms of uh, trusting the people that you're bringing on to manage the voice and vision of the brand. Like, can you each speak a little bit about, um, I guess, Clara, the vulnerability and like handing over kind of who you are to someone else to manage, like what kind of boundaries you would set. And then also under that in, did you create kind of the vision for practice with Clara before people came on? Or was that kind of like an evolution as the years gone by and you brought more people in? I think it was an evolution. We, how it came to be is I, I had thought about doing it like five years ago and shot a bunch of videos five years ago when I was in Thailand and other beautiful places. And then um, all the videos sat in my hard drive for five years because I could never get to them to edit them because I hate editing. <laughs> Let's get honest. I went to film school, but it's not my favorite part. I like doing production. Um, and so they'd been sitting there for a while and then Alejandro and I were kind of chatting about uh, starting a business or doing something together that was collaborative. And I said, you know, I've got these videos and, um, you know, why don't we do something with them? I've, I'd always thought about creating a streaming business, um, but I didn't think much bigger than that. And then Alejandro came back to me. He was like, boom. He's like, okay, this is like what I see happening for us. And then it was just the two person show it was us just doing everything. But, but then nothing was, we weren't again, like Alejandro said, we weren't expanding in any direction so that then he was like, we need to bring somebody on, like you need help because we're not, we're not getting anywhere. And I definitely will say that there was a bit of resistance when he first said that. Um, but then as soon as we brought you on, it totally made sense. But even within that, it took me, I would say like three or four months to finally give you more stuff, stuff to, to, uh, to do because um, it's just hard to let go of your like your baby and my baby being my brand and, and who, and who I am in terms of what we want, we want this to look like. But yeah, I think it was an evolution. Wapo, what do you think? I, I remember, yeah, like, I, I think Steph might have been into, in some of these conversations, like, can we do this for you? You know, like, like, is it okay? Do you mind? You know, like, baby, come on, let it go. Uh, but I, this is a really difficult business because we're not build, you know, we're not selling sunglasses or we're not selling, you know, um, we're selling Clara Roberts sauce, you know? So like you, it's, it's absolutely understood that like, yeah, this is who I am. Like, don't mess with that. Like don't present it in some way that doesn't make sense. Don't do, you know, don't, don't go in any direction. And so that takes a little bit of time to, to build that trust. And so I think that the length that it took was actually, uh, it felt longer maybe because I was on you a lot. Uh, to say, maybe let's let this go. Let's, you know, da da da, etc. Um, the one thing I would say that it, it, one 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 uh, um, blessing that I have, at least in this business, is that this is like my tenth or fifteenth try at building a business. Okay, and so when you're building your first business, you try to create this perfect story, this perfect website, this perfect presentation, this perfect product, and then you start to realize you are never going to be done improving. So what you need to do is you need to get out of the out of the gates as fast as you can so that you can get your version one to version two to version 30 to version 50 and i talked to both of you a lot about that like just ship it just ship it just ship it because the quicker that we can get some feedback then we'll know well this works or it doesn't mm -hmm. and so now i think that we've got into that place where um you know we're not as detail oriented into like how each word should look like uh, or how each image, et cetera. We're, we're just more like pushing the product because we wanna see what people resonate with. And then we improve that over time. And so that's the same thing that happened initially. We started with videos then we built out the apps and now we just launched a new set of apps. 
and then there's going to be something else in two years. I don't know what that is, but that's just the way that it works, you know? So I think that the quicker that you can accept the fact that you're not going to be imperfect for a while, the, the quicker that you can grow a business. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Great. that's a great, uh, great answer and kind of leads into the next question. What's one mistake you made in the last year that you learned from that you could give to uh, our listeners? Steph, how will you start? Uh, yeah, I, I have a couple. I think one of them is not giving myself enough time to review things and then mm -hmm. sending them to be examined and wasting people's time. And then the feedback coming back, I'm like, oh, I could have, I could have done these little things. So like any, I would caution listeners, like anywhere you can save time without being like hasty or rushing, like really look at, and Alejandro's kind of led this, uh, mm -hmm. setting up like workflows and, um, processes that kind of package things so it's like okay this is my list of things I'm going to do check them all off and then ship it so it's done because I can get really excited and kind of trigger happy where I'm just sending things off to be examined and it, it's a waste of time there's a lot of stuff to review and a lot of tasks to do so minimizing uh, the effort people are putting in when it's just like not necessary good one yeah Thank you for saying that, Steph. Yeah, of course. <laughs> One advice that I got recently that's really resonated with me um, is don't sweat the small stuff. And the second piece of that advice is everything is small stuff. And it's so true. You know, who gives a shit about most of the things that I've been so controlling about? That's, you know, definitely... Um, I think that there's a piece of it that is is very efficient, you know, as far as project management, because you do want to get all your ducks in a row and it provides a better presentation or better event or it gets us all together, et cetera. Uh, but really like being so detailed as far as like, you know, we shouldn't have, you know, made that presentation live because the spacing is not right. Uh, this shouldn't have happened this way. Uh, you know, we need to keep all this information in house. Like really, who cares? At the end of the day, we're selling Clara Roberts sauce and Clara Robert sauce is awesome. So who cares about everything else in a sense, you know? And so I would say that I've sweated a lot of things that I shouldn't, that I feel that I shouldn't have sweated. And that's come over time of sweating so much that I'm done sweating. I just, I don't care. You know, let's like, just keep going. I think riffing on that, Popo, um, for, yeah, I feel like, Actually, I think that the biggest the biggest lesson that I've learned is do less <laughs> mm. because I have always done 150 things a day kind of thing, kind of idea. And uh, especially when working with other people, you can't do 150 things because you got to run things by everybody. So I so actually, I'm going to step back and say, I think the biggest thing that I learned in the last year in terms of my mistake is learning how to work with people because I didn't, I've been working on my own for 12 or 15 years before having a team. And so I actually rarely communicated with them about what I was doing. I would just do my thing. And then it would end up being the wrong thing because I hadn't run it by um, my two teammates here uh, slash, and my business partner. Um, so I would say the biggest lesson I learned is how to work with people. And so communicate everything that you're doing and make no assumptions that 
we're still doing the same thing we had talked about last week, because especially one of the gifts of small businesses and also us is that it's constantly evolving and changing. And what we discussed last week may be have evolved into what we're going to be doing this week. So, yeah, I think that's a big, I think that's a lesson I've been learning since working with Guapo. So two and some odd years that we've been working together, communication, which I do for a living. So it's kind of hilarious, but <laughs> usually I just talk to people. I just boss people around. So working with people is a different experience. A good one. I'm, I'm, I'm learning a lot. Okay, and what's one, if you could give like, dial it down and give one piece of advice to anyone working within a small team or by themselves in order to grow, what would that one piece of advice be? Really simple. I would say, and I don't know Guapo if you're going to say this, but I learned this from you, but when working with a small team, get everybody to be part of the decision-making because we all generally see things differently. And so bring all the ideas to the table because you'll have more to work with. Hope I didn't take yours, Guapo, but I've no, learned that no, from no. you. Great, thank you uh, for saying that. It's true. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, it, it, one of the difficult parts, I think for yoga teachers, or I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking, I think to, to who's watching this, um, is that there is a lot of people with a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, or you know, this many people follow them on this other place, or these large YouTube accounts, etc. And so these are people that have been doing it uh, for years and years and years and years, and but they have been really consistent for years and years and years. And so the, my one piece of advice is to be impatient with action but really patient with results so you mm. gotta like commit to like one, one thing this is actually like um uh, uh the, the 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 talk that i'm gonna give on uh on on operations is gonna be based around this like just you gotta be in action it's gotta be priority like uh <laughs> otherwise you're never gonna build a business like it's it's, it's a commitment to having a family member or a baby or something that like uh, you got to be all in and you got to be continuously creating and you got to commit to the process and then let the, let the results be the case. So an example of that is if you want to grow a YouTube account, then you got to start putting out a video at least twice a week or once a week. And then you got to be active in other YouTube totally. accounts and you got to be in YouTube. Like if you want to grow a YouTube account, you got to be in YouTube doing YouTube stuff and, and Google other YouTube videos to watch how to grow your YouTube account so that people can watch your YouTube and then they can go to your paid membership site or whatever that is. Um, but uh, it's, it's the work. Like it just, it just, it really is a commitment to, to, to the work over, over, you know, um, I don't want to say um, not working, I guess, you know? Um, yeah. I hope that makes sense. It does. Um, Hey, Alejandro, you kind of, you kind of stole mine. You kind of, I was going to say consistency, mm -hmm. but, um, I think the other piece for me is like to being open to not knowing anything. Like I, one of the things I love about this team is that I like at least once a week, I feel like somebody's like, I don't know, like I'll be doing something and I'm like, I have no idea what to do next. And I'll put up the question and Alejandro or Claire will be like, I don't know. 
but then someone goes and finds the answer or together we kind of come to a mm. resolution, but just being totally open that you don't have all the answers. You probably won't know what to do next. Maybe someone on your team does, maybe they don't. Maybe you need to go outwards and ask friends or hire someone else. Um, and Claire says that in teaching too. Like if a student comes up to you and asks you something, be open to just saying, I have, I have no idea. And then exploring where you can go from there. Straight up. That's the job of the entrepreneurship is the act of you don't know, but you're gonna figure it out. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You don't know accounting, you don't know sales, you don't know everything. You just gotta figure it out. And there's an article on the internet for everything. A YouTube so, tutorial on everything. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So all the information is there. You just got to do it. That's all. But uh, yeah, you're, you're probably not going to know the majority of them. Good one. Sir. So what's coming up with practice with Clara and what's the next hire? What are the next projects coming down the pipeline? What's in store for 2022? What's the vision? Maybe I can go. So like, uh, like here's our team, our team now, like it, it was Clara and I, uh, we we're creating content and then uh, we had uh, Catherine who is not only uh, part of the team but she's also a mentor that she came in and, and she provided a lot of feedback and she actually put us in touch with with uh, in, in the early stages you know she, she mm -hmm. was giving us a lot of feedback about how to grow and, and what we could do so uh, we really appreciated that and so she helps us with the quality control of the content to make sure that it meets the standard uh, and then John was uh, you know um, helping us to edit content and now Steph came in initially like uh, to help us write copy, create emails and, and do a lot of the artwork uh, marketing. But now, you know, she's definitely coming to the picture full job, full on about like managing the, 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 the app presentation um, and managing the videos and managing a lot of the, the content. Um, and what we need to do next is do more sales. And so we're probably going to start looking for help in developing, you know, more uh, email sequences and, and ads and things like that so we can grow a little more. And then I think that the next thing is hopefully, you know, this coronavirus story comes to an end and we can work on more events. I think that that's something that we're very much looking forward to. Yes. Um, and so we'd like to start putting on more live events. I think that's something Claire has been itching for because one of the things that, you know, although like, you know, this, this is a business that's online, it provides a lot of opportunity to work at any time. I think that the, the, the Claire's superpower is like holding the space with people. And so it really kind of like fuels her. I mean, I'm speaking for you a bit, but like, this is something that, that you know, you, you can feel it when she comes home and it's like, ah, like she owned the room, you know, and, and it's so powerful. So creating a lot more of those or creating the space where we can hold a lot more of those. So that's what's going to come up there. And then we're also going to be looking at, you know, different products that we have on the pipeline. So we're going to be looking for help with merchandising and managing products. So that's kind of like the, the steps that are coming up in the future uh, that it's going to help us build along with the team that we have in place. Steph, you know, we're managing a lot of the presentation and then hopefully somebody that's going to help us manage with sales. And then we'll have other other products to sell, such as those live events and products and, and things that will come down the pipeline objectively. You know, like, I don't know. You know, like we talk a lot about like what we're going to do tomorrow and it might change. So uh, but that is, but like, I do think a lot about growth and I'm, I guess the one that drives a lot of that uh, forward. And so I do kind of put the ducks in a row, like this is what we're doing next. Uh, and so that's kind of the plan, but we'll find out. But be on the lookout because, you know, that is our focus. Cool. Yeah. Yes. I have nothing to add. Me yeah. either. And, and, but also like one of the things that, that we believe in is we believe in transparency as far as like what we're doing here. 
you know, our goal isn't to say like, this is our secret sauce. It isn't like, you, you know, I guess the secret sauce is Clara. We have a, a Clara that, you know, uh, provides all these values. And so like, you can't really replicate that, but everything else that we're doing, we found it on the internet. Yeah. You know, like you just learn all the information on the internet and then you just got to do it. And then over time, you just continue to do more and more and more. And like I said, this is my 15th try at a business. Some work, some don't, you know, but it's just a continuous process of working on it and trying. Uh, and I think that like one of the things that I was chatting with Steph about uh, is asking for help. Yes. Asking for help. If you don't have the, the money to spend on bringing someone on that's going to help you, ask your mother, ask your sister, ask one of your students, like Clara mentioned, ask one of your friends, who can you ask? Who can you trade with? Do you need accounting help? Well, they will probably will benefit from a couple of private yoga classes. What's the value of a yoga class? hundred bucks. Fantastic. Do, do four in a month. You got your accounting work done. Who's willing to do that? I don't know, but I'm sure you can find it if you look for it. But like the, the process of asking, asking for help and figuring it out, like you, that proactiveness is, is the way to grow a business. Um, I hope. Yes. I think that's a great ending yeah it's perfect yeah thank you everyone so much for watching thank you claire and alejandro for answering all the questions thank you steph for being part of our amazing staff and also for coming up with these amazing questions and, and uh if you have more questions post them on the facebook group uh yes. steph is going to be on the facebook group and she'll make sure to like you know uh send some feedback back and forth we want to help you as much as you can uh, and, uh, you know, look out for all new fun stuff coming up in the near months. Have fun with the teacher training. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Today's podcast was brought to you by the Practice with Clara app. That's mine. I've created almost a hundred yoga classes for you to do at home or on the go. And they're available to you on your favorite device, including mobile, desktop, and TV. These classes include vinyasa, slow flow, hatha, restorative, yin, mantra meditation. I also just had a baby, so I created prenatal yoga for all four trimesters. So head over to clararobertsoss.com slash join to learn more or search for the Practice with Clara app at your favorite app store. There's a seven day free trial, so no commitment. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast. We've got lots of good stuff in store for you. Until next time, namaste.